for Kofi. Kofi, can he cut it back? Kofi to Tigers! Can you believe it? Russell King! That ball goes through to Kenny Miller. Ball down to Miller! Welcome back to All Caps 1974. We're not on Fox Sports, please. I'm doing the whole podcast like I'm commentating on the All-Star game. We're not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Welcome back to the I, All yeah. Caps podcast. Really We're really keeping glad. it real chill, real classy. I'm really glad you're kidding. Because <laughs> I don't know if I could handle that. I know I couldn't handle that. I don't that. know if I can keep that up for... <laughs> The podcast would end within five minutes. Yeah, and I would probably hit you. It's not that, that I makes have. for yeah. entertaining radio, more um, entertaining television than radio, probably. Uh, so, anyways, the MLS All Star Game was tonight, and I don't know who was doing the commentary, but they, they yelled were, a lot. They were yelling. Uh, I was. He was about clearly, everything. He was clearly entertained. He was. He was excited. He was having a about good time. What was happening on the field? Well, to be fair, there were fireworks and a jet flying overhead, yeah. and yeah, America happened. There was a lot of America. There was a lot happening. of America going on. Um. So yeah, that uh, was tonight. MLS took it two to one over Tottenham. Tottenham Hotspur, the uh, Tottenham Hotspurs. As uh, people in the Midwest probably call them. Yeah. So If you haven't seen an American football co- coach in London, go watch that. Yeah. Li- YouTube. Leicester. Leicester. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Uh, yeah. You want to talk about Whitecaps now or something? Yeah, let's talk about Whitecaps. I don't know. Is there anything you want to comment on the, the All-Star game? David Osted was in the All-Star game. Yeah. Kept uh, it real. Kept it real. He was his usual self. He stopped the ball. Yeah. Every time it came to him. Made one one that a- was pretty acrobatic nice. looking save. Yeah. As uh <coughs> far as it was go, he kept uh he had a clean sheet. He didn't Nick. yell at anybody. Yeah. He you know he directed traffic yeah. a little bit. He uh Nick Romando got scored on, but Osted kept the clean sheet for yeah. the win, so that's Nick, a positive. That being said, Nick Romando made a couple of really nice he, saves. He yeah. did. He he Romandoed uh he did Romando Kane twice. A couple times. I think it was so. Kane both times. Yeah. So that was that was good. But yeah, Harry all, Kane. all in all a pretty uh pretty standard showing for the uh, MLS All Stars. They do have a winning record. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's so about all I have to say about that to be quite yeah, honest. Me, yeah, there's, me too. There's uh, not really a lot much more to say. Other than uh, oh, also uh, well, the, the definition of all star uh also seems to be <laughs> fairly broad. Yeah. I would there was well, a couple guys on there where we were like, who is that? Yeah, no, I don't know if I'd call them stars, but it, yeah. to be fair, they like they drew five guys out of the lineup. Yeah, they and had then to replace some guys. had to like find. I think it was five guys, and then they had to find five new players who could get there on like fairly who, short whoever notice. Was, whoever was waiting so at was the airport, like, <laughs> <laughs> who was nearest Colorado and willing to show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- that might have been it. So. Anyways, uh, the Whitecaps won. The Whitecaps let's, let's won. Go yeah, beat San Jose this weekend on Sunday. Yeah, that was good showing from the Whitecaps. Mar Rosales got his first uh, goal. 
with the Whitecaps. Uh, his first goal since he scored against the Whitecaps. Is it uh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, with Seattle, I believe, in uh, 2013. Morrow had a nice game. He did. I thought he did really well. Um, a lot of players actually had really good games. I thought yeah. Nicholas Mosquito actually played. Uh, I thought I thought he actually had um, a really good game. I thought he was yeah. one of the the stronger players out there. Uh, he was he was buzzing all game. Um, See, this is what bothers me with Nicholas Mosquito is every now and then he does this, where he just plays insanely well, and you're just like, yeah. wow. Well, this is this uh, is what I've been waiting he's for. He's put two good ones together in a row and, now, uh, though, right? Like he yeah. he did well against Portland. Yeah, so that's And now that's he's good. done well in this game. So that's two in a row yeah. now. So. so that's good. So maybe he's on the upswing. Yeah. Maybe it just took him a while. But um, yeah. Was it? Probably, I'd, I'd say probably the best performance I've seen from him this year. And maybe the best performance I've seen from him in a Caps jersey. He was buzzing all game. I really, that one pass he made to Octavio. Yes. That got the penalty. That, got the penalty that was the one that got the penalty. Very good. That was a great little pass. You know, he, he, he gets the pass back to goal. Uh, you know. Just Moves takes, back against traffic, turns and just yeah, drops it over top. One look and sends it. Yeah, beautiful very little play. Good. Octavio also had a very good game. I thought. Um, yeah, uh, I was glad not finishing though. I was glad that he got the penalty though because he actually I felt he deserved a goal from that performance. Um, well, so I part of me does because of all the chances, but then the other part of me is like, it's not like he got robbed, and no. it's not like no, that's he. Fair. It's not like he got robbed. It's not like he got, you know, unfairly missed PKs or anything like that. He he kind of just didn't finish. He got a lot of chances yeah. that he just kind of didn't finish. And while it was great to see him getting the chances, it was a little disappointing. And I didn't feel like I was disappointed in him not finishing, but I, I didn't feel bad for him in any respect because it was kind of just he didn't do it. Yeah. All right. That's fair enough. Um. But yeah, I thought. Uh, what was the name of the guy that played at left back? Christian Dean. Thank you, Christian Dean. Christian Dean. That man could cover territory. I did not realize yeah, how looked, quick he was. He looked pretty good. There was a couple green moments there where he looked a little yeah, bit out of place. Uh, particularly early, he had he had more of them early and then kind of settled in. Um, yeah. One in particular early was, um, you know, he. He put the he, ball out for a corner. Coughed it up for a corner instead yeah. of just letting it run out of bounds for a Whitecaps throw in. Yeah. Um, um, there was the one couple that... A couple moments where he wasn't staying goal side of the yeah. runner. Well, and then he had that one that they showed on the highlights where he actually recovered, where he cheated up too high and inside, realized it, turned back, recovered, and stole the ball back. So, I mean, it was good, but it was kind of a flub to start that he had to chase back like that. Yeah. Um, but overall, you know, nice recovery when he did make mistakes, and I, th I thought the mistakes kind of started getting smaller and fewer and further between as the game went on. Overall, you know, yeah, I thought he looked really good at left back. Yeah, definitely serviceable. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd want to keep him there forever. No, but it's nice to know you can throw him in. and Definitely. Atakube, uh, it sounds like, is job. is pretty close to being ready to come back. That's good. Um, and Jordan Harvey will be back next game. I mean, yeah. he's it was one-game suspension. Uh, from what I heard, yeah. Accumulation. Just, no, 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 you got a red card. Red card, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I don't think they gave him any more, any more than a, um, one match. So he should be back next, this Saturday, I guess, against uh, Seattle. Yeah. 
uh, Gershon Laba looked pretty good as usual. Uh, Tybert came in a little bit at holding after Gersh got the yellow. Yep. I thought it was the right move by Robbo. Um, Pedro Morales made his uh, comeback. Yep. Came uh, on late in the game, close to the 70th minute, I think. Mm-hmm. So and good, good uh, to see him healthy, and uh, had a couple moments yeah. in there where he looked looked like his usual self. A couple of good passes and a little back heel. So yeah, you know, and, po- um, positive sign. Eric Hurtado also came in and was basically and invisible. Did nothing. Yeah, yeah, he was invisible. Um, which I don't know what hurts uh, our chances of selling him more, keeping him on the bench forever, or him coming on him and performing on like and, that and doing nothing. Yeah, because he's got to go. Yeah, well, it's gonna be, it's gonna be him or Maddox. That's the that's and, the talk of the town. The is is now the best time to sell Darren Maddox, because he's been scoring, at the international level. Yeah, I. I feel like because that's that seems to be the consensus online and 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 other places. You know the guys in the radio I were talking about it after the game. I watching the Jamaica team a little bit, and I didn't watch them a lot, but the little bit I did, it seemed to me that he got the ball on the deck a lot more than he does with the Whitecaps. Yeah, the Whitecaps seem to want to always put the ball over the top to him. Yeah, Jamaica seems to put it to him on the ground. Well, that's what. Uh uh, th- that's just a characteristic of of uh, this league. And I know Thierry Henry said to uh, said to Zlatan Ibrahimovic, "Don't come to MLS. You won't like it. You they don't give you the ball to your feet." Really? Yes. <clears throat> he said it, it'll be frustrating for like two years until you learn that you're You'll just going to have get it at your feet. You're just going to have to take this ball down yourself if you want to play with it. Interesting, and so so maybe that maybe what I noticed is right. Maybe that's yes, no, maybe yeah. that's what's going on. Could because be. again, like I didn't see a large enough sample size to say that is the case for sure with Jamaica. I mean, um, yeah, but the, to be fair, the one goal that he did score against the U.S. With the, was it was a header, head. nice looping header. Um, uh, but but uh, just in general, how he's how he's used, right? Yeah. Um, and I think they use him in a two striker set. Yeah, as so, opposed to so a lone here's, striker. Here's the the thing: is like you sail Darren Maddox. You get some money. Part of the thing, like I want. Then what do you have to do? You got to go get another striker. You got to go buy another striker. And are you going to be able to buy a better striker for the money you sell Darren Maddox for? Uh, and the answer I think is no. I think why don't you use Darren Maddox? Because then guess what? You don't have to go fill a position. Here, if you, if here. you sell Eric Hurtado, you don't need to immediately run out and fill a position. Well, and that's when Bob Leonard Doozy was asked about selling players. Um, on I think it was. We'll go TSN 1040, local local radio there. Yeah. He was asked a bit about that. Like, do you have a set number for players where, you know, if someone calls and says, look, we'll give you this much, you you just go, yeah, we'll sell them. Um, and he was like, sort of, you know, that's that's part of the equation. But then the other part is, do we have a succession plan? Is there, we have to think long-term and short-term. Exactly, yeah. If we sell this player now, do we have something that can cover the gap short-term yeah, or can we? Or, get, or or do we have like another player in the works that we can get immediately? That's going to be part of the long term plan. Yeah. So I don't know if there would be a succession plan to Darren Maddox at this point. 
um, because I don't, unless they're planning on all of a sudden playing Kakuta Mane as a striker, because I don't know if Eric Hurtado is the guy to take up that role. I, I don't think And he is. as much as we want to see Earnshaw, Earnshaw is not a lone striker, I don't think. No. Especially at his age, I don't think he's, no. you know, maybe in his younger days that would have been, you know. And, yeah, and the thing is, like, the personnel is there that you can do a two-striker system. Yeah, I think it is now. Um, and I don't think that the the one striker system has been working so well that we can't go away. We from can't it. go away from it. I yeah. I the the other issue with selling Darren Maddox is as much as I like him, is he going to be used properly? Is it well, is it in his know, is yeah. it in his best interest to stay here? Um, despite the fact that you know he might like the city, he might like the team, and and no. he might be a yeah. good. And I think he's a talented player. But is he being used to his best advantage in Vancouver? No, because I think at this point he's not really a... Um, With the amount of goals he's bagged he's for the not, Jamaica he, team. He's not a, a sub anymore. No. He's a first-team player. Yeah, and his play for the Jamaica team, I think, has shown that he should be, at the very least, pushing for starting minutes where he's getting like semi-regular starting minutes. Yeah. And I don't know that... Vancouver, the way they're set up, are, are going to give that to him. Yeah. Um, now, the English club that he trained at, uh, Burnley? I think it was Burnley. Uh, let me, I'll, I'll pull it up here. No, uh, Birmingham. Birmingham City. Maybe. I can't remember. Um, apparently, is showing interest. Okay. Um, uh, what about the Swedish, was it a Swedish club he trained Gotteborg? Gotteborg. I have no idea. Or are they Danish? I can't even remember. Uh, no idea. Uh, I think I think they're Swedish. Um, I, I, I hadn't heard anything about them, but I just heard that apparently uh, the English club that he was looking at training, or that he was training at in the offseason was looking at him with interest. So that's No, a, it was Burnmouth. 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 AFC. Whatever them, yeah. In in any case, I would hate to see him leave the Whitecaps because I like watching him. Yeah. But on the other hand, I also want to see him succeed because I like the way he plays. Yeah. So if he's and if he's gonna get minutes somewhere else, you sell him for his own good. For his own good. That's that seems like a fair enough and, and assessment to me because like uh, like, but the, the question to me then still remains is why don't we use the asset? Just we use the asset that you have. We have an asset. Let's use it. And and. Here's the thing, like if you have an asset and you can't use it because it would be to the detriment of the other parts of your squad, I understand that. But yeah. is but it is it just because and I, I wonder about this, is it just because we have three players that are really good at defensive midfielders, so we want to play a two defensive midfielder set? Yes. It's because we have Kofi, Tybert, and Laba and they want to because yes. they can't afford to not put two of them on the field? Yes. So why don't exactly. we get rid of one of them? Yeah. Or do what Landon Donovan did and play Russell Tybert as a left midfielder. There's the other option. And then because all you guess have what? Yep. He was the talk of the yep. homegrown game. Yep. And then all you have to do is start switching between Kofi and Laba in your holding role. Yeah. He played an hour in the MLS homegrown game yep. against Club America U23s or U20s. I can't remember. Um, and... All anyone could talk about with that game was Russell Tybert. Wow, that Russell Tybert guy sure looks good. Wow, that Russell Tybert guy is once again the best player in the MLS homegrown game. And it was the same thing when he was playing with Team Canada. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, I don't know where Robinson gets this in his head. It was like Russell Tybert is well. Here's is a defensive midfielder and not no, a left midfielder. Here's the thing: if you are insistent on playing two defensive midfielders, you yeah. then are playing a lone striker, which means you have to go between Darren Maddox and Russell Tybert on the left wing, and. I think I would side with no Darren Maddox and Kakuta Mane, and Russell Tiber. No, but I'm saying no. But I'm saying if you wanted to play him as a winger, yeah, but you I now feel have like in that in that case you wouldn't because you would just play him at defense. No, but I'm saying that's why you don't see yeah. him as a winger in our current setup, <laughs> because you would then have Darren Maddox, Kakuta Mane, and Russell Tiber yeah. all competing for time on that left side, and that's too many players competing for that spot that need minutes. Yeah, um, it's just. Oh, it's a just it's just a frustrating situation where you you just don't see a coach willing to adapt in order to get his he's his, adapted yeah. his interviews at least. Did you see the post game interview against San Jose? No, he was uh, well. Okay, well we were watching the game. We three one win against San Jose. Yep. Um, and I would say a good performance, not glamorous, not spectacular, but just it was good. Yeah, they should have won and they did. Yep. Good job. Scored three goals. They conceded one late. Yeah. You called it while we were watching it. Yeah, I did. I even called the player, too. Yep. <laughs> yeah, actually, you did. And then after post-game interview, there are Robinson's out. I can't remember the exact wording, but they were asking about, you know, how happy he was with the game. And he's like, we conceded a goal late. So pardon me if I'm not smiling. Wow. And good. I was like, hey, there I we was go. Like, when I heard that, I was like, good on you Robinson. So how come he's kind of he's kind of bummed when you win 3-1 but then when you, you know, lose to Colorado Rapids at home he's like I thought it was a good game. It's like really? Did no, you watch that? No, you know that? why? It's cuz it's cuz it's what he feels two two things I think. One I think early on he was just trying to like put a positive spin on it for the fans, right? Like we lost, put a positive spin on it for the fans. When you win you don't have to put a positive spin on it for the fans because the fans are yeah. happy you yeah, won. Yeah. That's fair. So now you're fair game to just be pissed off if you're pissed off because you don't have to worry about the fans anymore. The fans are happy they won. And then the other thing is sometimes it's what the team needs. He's got a team of young players. Yeah. So yeah. keep when they lose, keep a positive message in the media so that the players are hearing a positive message. And when they win, keep them in their place. Like, you guys won. Don't get too full of yourselves because you screwed up. Yeah. And I think that's part of it. I just get tired of hearing the gung-ho positive message when they're losing. Yeah. But I got to remember, too, that, you know, maybe he's got a reason for that. It is a young team. You know, maybe that's what the team needs. It could be. That could be. I hadn't thought about it from that Yeah, I kind of I kind of was thinking about that. And I was like, you know, maybe that's what they need. And, and you know, when they... Because that was the other thing I thought, too, when I watched this game. I was like, they conceded another goal late. They won, but they conceded late again. They got lazy. Yeah. And well, and the thing is, I don't mind conceding late as long as you put the work in up front to ensure that you win the game. Yeah, and Cause I well, mean, you see that. But the thing is, if you start conceding late, you you get into sloppy habits, and you don't want to get into those habits. Sure. And no, I, I understand. Yeah, I'd rather yeah, not exactly. concede and late. And the other thing is, well, and it's been a bit of a habit this year. Conceding late went up by more no, than one no, goal. It's been a habit of conceding late for five years. Okay, yeah, no, 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 I know. But, like, yeah. we're talking about this particular roster here. Yeah. Right? So with this particular roster, it has been a habit. And you don't want that to become a habit. Because you can get away with it when you, you know, pop in three goals against San Jose down down the standings a ways. But 
you know, maybe you don't get away with that if you're playing, you know, if we go up against Dallas, who's pretty red hot right now. Yeah. You know, or, you know, you're meeting in the playoffs. Yeah. You just, you, you don't. Got, uh, you go up three nothing and then you let in one away goal late. All of a sudden that could make all the difference going into the next leg. Well, of the and the other thing is, thing, is right? so here's, here's the other thing. They're, they want a home playoff date. Goal yeah. differential matters. Oh, yeah. The Western Conference is tight. Oh, yeah. It could come down to goal differential, home or away playoff spot. Yeah. It could. And, you know, it would really suck to lose out on that home playoff spot on goal differential because in a few games you conceded late when you didn't have to. It would. Um, there are 12 games left in the season, uh, including this uh, Saturday's game against Seattle. Um yes indeed. And you you got to hope that they're making that a priority is the the regular season. Cuz as as good well and good as Champions League is and Amway Canadian Championship is, and I think those are important competitions and I do want to see us do well in them, particularly Canadian Championship cuz it guarantees us Champions League again. I don't want to see us sacrifice pole position uh in in the league because we want to try and 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 win champions league yeah i would be willing to sacrifice top in the west or advancing in the acc as long as we still i don't want us to finish sixth in the west no no that's that's fair uh and i don't think that's the goal. Um, if it means rolling out a B team in ACC, I I think it'll he, be frustrating here's at the times. Thing. But I I I, I as think long you as I think saving you prioritize I think you prioritize yeah. regular season and ACC to make sure you get in CCL next year. Yeah, I think you can maybe where you kind of slack off a little if you call it slacking off would be in the champions league unfortunately that's what i think yeah because like champions league is is good and like we've seen what it can do for a team like montreal uh to go far in the champions league players want to come play for them now yeah um, they just signed dda drogba i can't help but think that part of that oh it definitely has to did do with the champions league it definitely did um because it's not their league position no uh it also probably a lot of money was thrown at his face. I'm assuming so. But n- nevertheless, that is an important competition, and I, and I do want to see them take it seriously. Um, but I think uh, if that m- comes at the expense of regular season games and dropping regular season points, regular season is still the most important thing at this point, and you should be using the uh, Champions League to get games for players that wouldn't necessarily get first-team games or aren't getting first-team games at the moment. Yeah. Eventually, though, like... here's Like, the Darren Maddox should be starting the Champions League game on Wednesday. Oh, for sure. But, like, you, you also want to get to a point... You, you also, as I understand it, you get allocation money for doing well in Champions League. Yep. So do. that gives you a chance to bolster the depth of your squad. So it might be worth it in a long-term picture to sacrifice a little bit of your regular season for some long-term depth there. And, I mean, players want to come there to play in the Champions League, like you said. Like, um, 
Montreal, it looks like, might get uh, Johan Venegas from Alajolense because of their performance in the Champions League. Interesting. And he's, from what I saw of him, pretty good player. You're you're going to start, in order to be, like we've seen that South American and Central American players, good bang for your buck in MLS. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They come a little cheaper than some of the European players at similar talent levels, sometimes even better talent levels. If you want to draw those players, one of the ways to do that, one of the best ways to do that, it looks like, is to perform well in Champions League. Yeah, beat beat them at their own game. And the thing is, it might be worth it for the long-term picture to sacrifice a little bit on one regular season in order to build a longer-term project that can compete in all three eventually could be but it's it's going to be tough because mls just with the dollars you have and the squad depth you have you're never going to be able to prioritize all three at once until we're you know maybe another 20 years down the road yeah bob larinduzzi has made it very clear that they want to host a playoff game they want to get in the top four and uh i think in the market that you're in Regular regular sports event going person in Vancouver understands playoffs. They do, however, the they hey, don't Sorry. probably understand Concacaf Champions League against CD Olympia from Uruguay. But and I will say that's true for you know the round robin, and maybe the quarterfinal and semifinal leg. But if they made a Champions League final, Vancouver Vancouver they likes... Van- finals. They understand yeah. finals, they understand championship, and Vancouver likes an event. Yeah, Vancouver likes a good one-off event. You know, So you're going to get a lot of people, you're going to make a lot of money. Vancouver likes a spectacle. They love their Olympics. They love the Women's World Cup. Are they going to open the stadium enough to get enough people? If in they get a they Champions, get League, Champions final, League final, if they get a Champions League final, they're opening up the stadium. Really? Yes. You don't think they want to create scarcity? Nope. Make that a hot ticket? Nope. That's sure. Ch- that's different. It's a Champions League final. If they get yeah. in the Champions League final, especially if it's Caratero and Camilo is coming back. Oh boy. Yeah. Can you imagine? That's not happening. Aren't they in administration? Yeah, but they're in the Champions League. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Well, he's not playing. He's got an ACL tear. Oh, is he still on the injured list? Oh, I think so. Okay. Well, in any uh, case. He might be making a comeback soon. In any case, what I'm saying is, if you get, you know, Champions League final, Vancouver fans will understand that. Vancouver likes a winner. Yeah. And that's a way with few games to get a championship. A lot fewer games than grinding it out over an MLS season. That's true. That's now true. that being said, that's a Vancouver fewer fans games against steeper competition. Though. Vancouver fans will also not suffer a losing team. So, like if you if you are horrible in the regular season but still in the Champions League, you know you're no good. You have to be at least yeah. Like you, if, they, you if ha- they perform like Montreal has performed, yeah, that wouldn't fly. Where you're hanging around the bottom of the table, no, and you still manage to somehow make it into the Champions League final. You lose in the Champions League final. Then you're just a loser of two things. That's not going to fly. But if you are at least hanging around, like, if they keep hanging around, say, four or five, you know, if they're in that kind of territory, if you're in number four or five territory in the Western Conference and, you know, make a deep run in Champions League or get to the Champions League final, 
then I think you know you're gonna be able to have a little bit of. I disagree. I think, you got, I think you got to finish fourth or higher. I think five. As long as you finish ahead of Seattle, uh, you gotta be you gotta be hosting playoff games at BC Place. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. You might be right on that. Yeah, but in any case, as long as you're competitive in the regular season, I think, and you're making some kind of final. I, Cascadia, yeah, we love it. Hard, more hardcore fans love it. Yeah, I don't think the, everyone else understands it. No, I, they like the atmosphere when they show not. up at the game. Yeah, yeah. People like going to to the Seattle and Portland game. It doesn't mean as much to them. No, uh, because they yeah, um, and ACC. You know, you'll like to win because then you can be like, haha, Toronto, Montreal. Yeah, you lost you. and we won. Sorry, Ottawa and Edmonton. We don't even discuss the fact that you're in it. Yeah. Um. You like to beat Toronto because you like to beat Toronto at everything, and you like to beat Montreal because yeah. you like to beat Montreal at everything. Yeah, they think they're better than we are, and they're not. They're Didier Drogba, and they're yeah, that's Italians. They do have those. Yep. Um, that's a good segue, actually. Into what? Is that the name of the game in MLS these days? Seems to be. Just, just that names, yeah. Um, and the Whitecaps have had names in the past, yeah. Uh, and we had, you know, YP Lee. He's a very, very decorated international star, huge in the Korean market, and and, and, and respected around the world. Not, yep. not, you know, uh, your superstar draw. Um, but definitely, but definitely well respected in the soccer yeah. world. And uh, you know, Jay Demerit uh, meant a lot to the league. Certainly, uh, hero in yeah, U.S. national team player played every game in the World Cup. Yeah, uh, in South Africa. So you know, bigger well, names Watford. there. Watford. Uh, yeah, yeah, big big hero at Watford. That means less to people here. Than the World Cup, I think. Yeah, no, no, but like, but recognized. Good, good player. Um, I'm, I'm talking recognized in the footballing world. Oh, right? sure. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, so, and well, you missed one there, Kenny Miller. Yes, who, Ken, Kenny Miller also, who like not w- world beater or anything like that, or, but I mean like bagged a lot of goals in the Scottish Premier League. Yeah, for he's known. For People know who Kenny Miller is. Well, and like playing for Celtic and Rangers. Like those are two, yeah. despite the yeah. the state of the Scottish league, those two teams are recognized globally. Pe- people in Europe and England and Scotland, in particular, they know who Kenny Miller is, and yeah, um, maybe not. You know, people here didn't really know who he was uh, too much. Vancouver seemed to have a decent grasp. There, I talked to a lot of people that were just like, "Who is this guy? Why oh, is really? he here?" He's, yeah, I talked to a lot of people who did know. Weird. Um, but anyways, yeah. so, um, anyways, we haven't had any huge names, but we had some, yeah, and now, respected like, what you've seen come into the league this year is Andreas Pirlo, yeah, uh, David Villa, oh, yeah, uh, Steven Gerrard, Steven Gerrard, Frank Lampard, Giovanni Dos Santos, uh, Sebastian Giovinco, Kaká. Did yeah. I miss anyone? Well, I mean, Josie Altador came back, who is Josie at Altidore's least a back. U.S. name, yeah, if not um, global. 
um, uh, 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 makes Discarude. Discarude again, a U.S. name. Yeah. Um, no, obviously not on the same scale as the other guys, but no, you know, but something. Some world class players. Well, and Drog- back Drogba. Oh yes, Didier Drogba. Which was the whole now. segue there. Yeah. So we talked. Um, and oh, and uh, Sean Wright Phillips. Sean Wright Phillips. Yes, just, just signed. Just signed. Yeah, playing with, with his brother, New York Red Bull. There. Um. Yeah. So, do the Whitecaps need to go after a name in order to remain competitive, uh, but also, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Viable, maybe. Viable. Word. I don't. Will the Vancouver market look at a team like Toronto and say they have Josie Altador, they have Sebastian Giovinco, Orlando has Kaká, New York City has. Pirlo and Via and Lampard, we want someone too. Okay, so we've had this discussion a few times, and and this was kind of my feeling was, I think we need a veteran striker. Yes, I don't think it needs to be a big name. No, I think again where we looked before, where it's. A recognized name in the football world that can bag us some goals. Yeah, and, and the, fir- the first new name that came to my mind was a guy like Olivier Giroud. Yeah, and so you know, a guy who's like been around the block at Arsenal, not really in favor there anymore. Probably will be moving on in this off season if he hasn't already. Yeah, and what I also felt like was Vancouver at this point and probably not for quite a few years until we start winning some stuff, are not going to be in a position to be buying those kind of players. No, certainly not. My thought on that was the hope is, and I think this might be the club's hope, is eventually you start developing players that become names that started here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where you, you know, let's let's go right away to two guys we've talked about a lot or three guys, I should say, in, you know, Atacube, Bustos, and Keons. Yeah. Let's say one of those three, even just one of them, goes on to, you know, a respectable career in the EPL or something like that. Yeah. Where I think any one of those any one of those players is capable has, of doing has has the potential yep. to do it at this point. Or Caleb Clark. Yeah. You know, someone yeah. like that goes over, makes a bit of a name. You, you start developing players, and you start getting recognized for developing players. So we maybe don't bring in the big names, but people start recognizing. They go, look, that guy came from Whitecaps. Let's look at whose Whitecaps are developing now. And they, they sort of start becoming recognized because of that. And, and you start being able to move those players on. And eventually, you know, maybe some of them come back. You know, they get in the twilight of their career, and they decide, you know what, I want to finish my career where I started it let's go back to Whitecaps, and now they're names at this point. But they started here. Like, that's yeah. more the model I see the Whitecaps hoping, like, aspiring to, as opposed to ever going out and just being like, we're going to transfer in someone for 20 or $30 million. I don't see that happening. No, and again, that's the kind of money I don't think you need to spend. Because uh, you could get potentially get someone on free transfer. That's way, true. You know, like, New York City got Frank Lampard on free transfer. Yeah, um, but I don't know if we're going to spend that kind of money for a one-year contract either to beat out some of those teams. I just don't think, I don't. Vancouver ownership is willing to spend, 
I think they're trying to build something bigger. But do you think that they will get to a point where the fan base demands that? I could see the fan base demanding that, but I think wrongly. I I don't think they would be right to demand it at this point. I I don't think you can be at a point where you need to demand that unless you're in a league that's much further along than it is. Now, could we get to that point where, you know, in 10 years this league is so good that the white caps pockets just can't keep up? Like they just don't have the finances to keep up with the league? That could that could happen. Yeah. That could happen to a number of small yeah. market teams well, because well, soccer is growing so fast in the states. Sure, there are yeah. a number of small market teams that may not be able to keep up. They can build a viable thing right now on yeah. family ticket, yeah. family ticket pricing twenty thousand. Sure, that's great for the level we're at. Is that going to be able to sustain the names that are coming in? Uh, Probably not. No, but I don't think those markets are looking at those names though, right? No, and I think Vancouver is. But a, the problem a is, place. can they be competitive in that? And here's the thing. Well, and here's yeah. The, the yes. league keeps creating ways to make the league less competitive, despite the fact that they they're talking about, oh yeah, we want to keep the league competitive, yada yada. You know, we've got a salary cap. They but say that, but they just really want names in the league so that they can show yeah, well, show them off to the world and things like their all star games. We said, look well, at this. And now you got Kaká just made a pass to David Villa and it went in the back of the net and it was and fantastic. Don't we're kidding. up two nothing against Tottenham. Yeah, and the problem is, I think. I, right now, you can keep the league competitive, yeah, because you don't have enough of those big name players. But I think slowly you're going to see more and more of them, and you might come to a point where some of these teams just can't keep up, unless, you know, unless their growth is more significant than I would have expected. Which it could yeah. be. Don't get it me wrong. Could, yeah. It could be. Could could be. Because that being said, we still haven't seen like yes, L.A. have won a bunch of championship recently. But it hasn't always been what you would consider big market teams in the finals. No, like there was a Kansas City Salt Lake final a couple years ago. Yeah, and neither of those teams I would consider big no, market teams. No, not at all. Um, you know, Colorado Rapids won it in 2010. Small market team. So guys available on potentially free transfer. Guys who are out of contract. Not yeah, not necessarily yeah. like these these. Like let's be real, some of these guys are gonna be resigned. They're gonna get resigned. They're gonna get resigned. But let uh, just for fun, let's look at the list here. Yeah, I, I went through uh, the transfer market website here, so it goes by market value yeah. highest. Follow, follow along at home. Highest market value. Number one, David De Gea. De Gea. De Gea. How do you say that? The keeper for Manu. Oh, De Gea. De Gea. Yeah, there we go. Theo Walcott. Bye. That would be a fun one. Yeah, that would be. I would love to have Theo Walcott here. But let's be real. That's not going to happen. Yeah. I don't think it's... Uh, How old is he? Uh, 26. Mm, yeah. yeah. No, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I don't I don't think the old Walcott is coming to MLS thought, anytime I soon. I thought he was older than that. No, he's really not. Uh, here's one that might come, though, is Wesley Snyder. Mm, yeah. 31. Yeah. Galatasaray right now in Turkey. Yeah. Galatasaray. I'm Galatasaray. Not, Galatasaray. I'm not Turkish. I know a Turkish guy. I should ask him. Uh, Pepe. Yeah, I like that Wesley Schneider. Yeah, I like him. I, you know, I, there has been talk of him coming to MLS before. Technically, what position does he play? They list him as an attacking midfielder. Okay. I don't know if he ends up. I don't really know what he ends up getting played more. Whether he's more in a central role or a winger. Like he's played wide a lot. Yeah, I. 
I think he tends to be, but I don't know if that really means he can't play centrally. I mean, like look at Pedro Morales, right? Yeah. Winger at Malaga. Yeah, could be. Centrally for us. I mean, we could know? use a good winger. Still. We could. I I don't know. Well, he's a guy that, you know, maybe Whitecaps could go after. Because if, if you get Wesley Snyder, then it's like, bye-bye, Christian Tachero. We don't need you really anymore. Yeah, that would be fair. Although he, Wesley Snyder, 31, yeah, you could probably actually get a few good years out of him at that age. Yeah. If he's not uh, particularly mean, you pay him a couple million a year, but. You know, he might be a guy that's worth it. And he would be a name that might boost tickets. Because the other one is at 31. There, there are a lot of Dutch people out here. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Especially out in uh, like East Abbotsford, Chilliwack area, yeah, a lot of Dutch folks. Exactly, Bayern, You know, you sent yeah, uh, you market him as like Bayern Munich and Netherlands national team legend Wesley Snyder. The more I think about that, the more I like it. Yeah, here we go. Despite the fact that I rag on the Dutch team, I would like that. I do like a lot of. They've du- been in the final four, in the last Here's the two thing. World Cups. This is the thing I don't <laughs> understand. I like a lot of Dutch players, but for whatever reason, I don't like the Dutch team. Oh, I like the Dutch team. They're fun. Uh, I feel like they sit back too much in big games. They have the, the here's the thing. Yeah, but they thrash Spain five to one. I know, but here's the thing. Th- well, that's just the thing. I feel like they had the talent to go toe to toe with some of the bigger teams. They did. They did. But instead, or sorry, they did. But instead, they don't. They just sit back and let the other team come at them instead of attacking. When you have the team to go and attack, except when you're. Well, in the in the 2010 final, they tried to attack, but Iron Robin just yeah ruined everything every time he tried to. That's a different yeah. that's a different thing. But anyways, uh okay here Bob Linarduzzi, if you're listening to this, sign Wesley Snyder. Wesley Snyder, uh Jonas from Benfica, 31. Okay. Uh another guy I've been linked with. I think was he linked with New York City, Chicarito? Uh no, Orlando. Orlando, that's right. But they're apparently out on that. Uh, Ashley Young, he's thirty. Ashley Young, yeah, man, you is he a striker? Uh, left wing, left not wing, s- okay. not a striker, but a winger. Okay, you know, uh, I'm not, I'm not going strictly striker. I'm, okay, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm looking guys, guys that we could put in a position that to bag some goals, not necessarily striker. Um, Ashley Young, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. That's kind of how I feel about that. <laughs> Um, well, again, Wesley Snyder's not a striker either. No, no, no. There's no. not a lot of strikers on expiring contracts because, like, uh, like Robinson said this before, and I've heard a couple other you know managers say it. Like, putting the ball in the net is the hardest thing to do. It's hard to find a good striker. Like yeah. everyone wants them. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah, you you might have to go just shell out a little bit of money, but I feel like there are strikers out there like. A guy like I've brought up Gary Hooper several times. Yeah. Um, uh, here's this guy I've never heard of before. Giroud would be another player. Ari Ari uh, plays for FK Krasnodar. I have no idea what you just said I, or who you're talking about. Yeah, they say he's about 6.5 mil. I don't know. I'm just looking up guys now. I don't know who. There are too many leagues in this world to really know who all these people are without being... Yeah, super super dedicated, knowing it all. Totally. Um. So, anyways. Anyways, that's kind of a. Let's get a well. Yeah, let's get a striker. Um. Yeah, but I mean, there's got to be other guys other than Didier Drogba that are out of contract. Like, 
you know. Well, these are just that these are just the high value guys. So they tend yeah, to yeah. be they tend to be younger and on top of their game a little more. There might be some other guys, yeah, like um who are maybe again a little less known who might be able to come over and, you know, make a make some noise. Um like you said, not everybody knew who Kenny Miller was either, right? I Yeah. Yeah. So there there's probably options out there. The the point is you need an experienced striker on this team because the inexperience is showing in the young players and um That being said, they're rounding I thought this was Mane in particular, I thought this was the most mature performance he'd one of the most mature performances he'd had. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 getting better. He's getting better, but because that that one pass he made, he never would have made before. Um, I, 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 again, I don't think that was a pass. No, 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 no. Later in the game, there was one where he oh, made a pass. Yeah. It didn't actually go through. Um, he was trying to feed it through to. Uh, it was later in the game. Let me see if I have it in my notes here. Who was he trying to make it to? He's trying to make it to Rivero, fifty-first minute, and. It was just it was a nice little pass, and normally he would have tried to drive right through the defender. Yeah. And you know if he starts laying the ball off, off for guys, because the thing is they come at him with two or three guys when he tries to yeah. run at yeah, a defender. Yeah. So if you if you got two or three guys coming at him, but now you all of a sudden see that Mane starts passing, he's exposed. They they can't put two or three guys on him anymore. Mm-hmm. And if they do, they're opening guys up. And now so what happens is if they start pulling guys off of him, now all of a sudden you get to isolate him one on one again, which is where you want him. Yeah, and he makes himself more of a threat by laying the ball off once in a while. Yeah, and, and he also made that one run down the wing, where he charged down the wing and then turned back because yeah. he was killing off time late. Yeah, you know it's uh, we're starting to see a little bit of maturity out of the young players, but we're still not there yet. No, and you see it in Rivero, you see it in Mane, you see it in even you know guys like Mosquito. That d- kind of a dumb yellow there late. Yeah. Things like that, where it's just you know not not seeing the pass, not not taking the shot when you yeah. should, all those kind of things. And it's not like I'm saying get a bunch of old guys in here to show everybody how it's done. Well, get a, get a couple one in or to t- one or two, one, one or, or two. two. You know, I think I think we've uh, missed Andy O'Brien organizing things on the yes, back line this absolutely. year. Absolutely, um, as good as our back line has been at times, you know, having that that voice there for the whole field is uh, I think a valuable thing that we've missed this year. Yeah, yeah. hands down. And, I mean, we saw how much of a struggle it was for Darren Maddox to perform at the highest levels once Kenny Miller excuse left. Excuse me. Yeah, once Kenny Miller left, um, I, t- I said that this would happen. No one listened to me, and it happened anyways. Yeah. Uh, but he's, you know, finally found a way to shake it off, and he's playing well now, and Performing at the international level and apparently gaining some interest from low-level English clubs, so awesome. To be fair, th- for him. To be fair, th- that low-level English league is probably about on par with MLS. Maybe slightly yeah. better, depending on who you talk to. Yeah, we talk to the English slightly better. If you talk to me, probably about on par. Maybe their bot their bottom end might be a little better than our bottom end. Yeah, yeah. There, I think they're. Yeah. Bo- I think the bottom end of that league is probably better than the bottom end of our league. And it's not. It's not as drastic a spectrum. No, and good I, and bad. And I think whereas I th- like MLS is probably like 
here, and I don't know why I'm doing a visual thing on a yeah. podcast, but it's like here, and like theirs is probably like here. See, I made my hands a lot smaller when I was talking about their bottom end. They're less yeah. far, not as far apart as when it was on MLS's, which is really far apart um, for the people listening at home. Sure. We'll go with that. I, think that's I lost my yeah. train of thought now well, because I, I, of that I'm whole visual you were doing. Yeah, see, I think that the visual worked well. Um, but also, I think that that's kind of it for this week. Well, d- do we not want to talk about the upcoming games? Oh, yeah. Okay, How are we doing time-wise here? Uh, we're at like 48 minutes. So All right. Wrap let's, it up let's pretty quick. Yeah, let's quickly go. We got Seattle on Saturday, Seattle on Wednesday. Yeah, RSL Saturday, Montreal on Wednesday, Sporting K- <laughs> Sporting KC on Saturday, Dallas on the next Saturday, Montreal on a Wednesday, and then Houston Dynamo on a Saturday, and that's all just August. So let's double up on Seattle for the, this week. Yeah, uh, you're going to see the big guns roll out on the weekend. Yep, because um, that counts for double MLS and Cascadia. Yeah, and uh, it's in in Seattle, so that'll always be fun. We're going down for the we game. We are going down, uh, and we don't know. Uh, well, we should we should just let, like the podcasting might become slightly irregular now with in the month of August, just finding a night to do it when we between can, games and things. Yeah, because yeah. if we're often we will podcast on a Wednesday, but you know if we're playing on a Wednesday, then. Maybe we should po- maybe we should out. podcast during a game. We, we do a live podcast. Do a live we podcast. Could periscope it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Anyways, starting roster. Probably you see the big guns roll out on Saturday. Yeah. But I also suspect you probably see some of them coming out early, if the game is under control. Yeah. In order to save them for the next week, if Keons is healthy, I think you see him come on as a sub probably late yeah he might uh i don't know who you start at defense if or defensive you midfielder if, if you're pedro, starting you think pedro gets is he ready for a start probably uh, no no pro- i think you leave pedro i think you give nico the start again just because he's been on a roll yeah and then you pull you do sort of the same thing you pull, him, pull out, him out a bit early give uh, pedro about 20 15 to 20 minutes you might you might see him run out for 30 this week he got a yeah. good 20 minute run like, out it there. depends on how the game is yeah. going again right um uh, defensive midfielder. I don't know if you see Rusty go in. Uh, for Gersh, you might save him for Wednesday if yeah. Gersh isn't on any yellows. As long as Gersh isn't on a yellow, because if Gersh is on a yellow, I think Tybert That's goes in thing. again. He might be on four right now. Um, um, but yeah, because I, I know he, he does like to play Gersh against Seattle because it gets pretty physical. It's a big physical game, and so I think you probably see Tim Parker on Wednesday. We're we're kind of scatter shot here, but I think you probably see your back line is as normal, like Harvey, Waston, Ka. Yeah, I think so. Betasher uh, on Saturday. I think you probably see at least Tim Parker play on Wednesday. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see them both play because you might want to put. And uh, Tim Parker, him and Christian Dean, him and Christian, yeah, him and Christian Dean. Do you put Christian Dean on as a left back then? Well, or you put you both might, center back on Wednesday. You might do both center back. You might do left back and right back. Oh, that could be an option too. Keep um, your, uh, yeah, you got some, you got some options here. I don't. Yeah, you because you might want to give Beta a break. Harvey at yeah. least had a week off though, so you might play. That's him. true. You might you could play. You probably play Harvey. Yeah. Uh, give Beta a bit of a break, or if Ethan Sampson's ready to go, you could bring in Ethan Sampson too. Yeah, I don't know if he's ready up. to go. Uh, he had something. Do we see? Do you think we see Caleb Clark now, or do you think we see uh, him later in the month? No, I, th- I think we I think we see him now. 
Wednesday. I think we see him on Wednesday. Yeah, we Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday but Wednesday. Seattle. I think we see him Wednesday, but I think we see him Wednesday late. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's starting. I, I think, think you see probably you give Darren Maddox the start on Wednesday. On Wednesday, you give Rivero the start Saturday. You give Darren Maddox the yeah. Wednesday start. You and yeah, who do you bring on though if Rivero gets gassed against Seattle on Saturday? Darren Maddox. Darren. Yeah. yeah. Or Robert Earnshaw. There's a novel idea. Maybe. You know, play, but then you play the guy once in a while. Go to a two striker set then, though. You could, yeah. Move Mane up top. Yeah. 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 I don't know. We got options. Move this Rusty is, this out wide. See, some, yeah, you can actually change now. the formation. Now that we've got young players in here that can sarcastic. play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I think you, and I think you probably see Mauro on the, I think you probably see almost the same lineup as last yeah. week on Ma- Saturday. Mauro's playing in, in Seattle. Uh, he likes to play in Seattle, and Seattle actually love him. He like they still like him. Yeah. Like he got a huge round of applause. Is this the first time we see the same lineup two weeks in a row? No. You don't think we? Well, no. who who's switching? No. Uh, Harvey. Oh right, Harvey. Yeah. It won't be the same lineup. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Could we see ten players the same? Quite possible. This might be the first time yeah. we see. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, I don't know if that'd be the first time we've seen that, but it doesn't seem to happen no, that yeah, often. Could be. Uh, you might. Tachera might come in. For for. Uh, for he Nico, tends to play right wing though. for Nico. I know, but then you'd slide Mauro into the middle. Oh yeah, no, that's true. You could do that. You could see that. Yeah, because Mauro has been playing well in the middle. Yeah, but again, Nico's had two good games he in has. a row, and you might want to continue that I run. Think you, I think you continue I think the run. Uh, you definitely give Mauro. You give Mauro a good run out. Uh, I think he plays. He's, Wait, been, you, he's been playing longer minutes yeah. too, and I think you'd in Seattle. You see him. You get the you give well, him a big run out and then he can get the big standing ovation when they when take him off, off in the eighty and, second minute. And the other minute, thing right? is, is, I think you might he's going to be raring to go. He might get a little longer run out if he's playing well. If he's playing well, he yeah, might get I a little so, longer than usual. He might get seventy, seventy five. When we were when minutes. we were down there for the Seattle game uh, last year, uh, when they were announcing the Whitecaps roster at the beginning, they were you know booing everyone. But as soon as Mara Rosales called Mauro Rosales' name for the starting lineup, the entire stadium cheered. How can you not love Mauro? They love him down there, like even though he plays for one of their arch rivals. It's kind of kind of weird. Yeah. But but I mean think about this. Like let's go back a few years. Eric Hasley somehow ends up in Seattle. Yeah. We love Eric Hasley. Yeah, we do. That's true. We love Eric Hasley. I mean, we loved Eric Hasley when he went to Toronto. Yeah. I don't hate Toronto the same way I hate Seattle. Oh, to me, that's an even bigger insult is trading Eric Hasley to Toronto. Yeah, but only because <laughs> Toronto I considered a joke at the time, not yeah. because I considered them a real rival. No. Yeah, that's fair. Seattle I considered. And I was I was just hoping for the uh, possibility of an Eric Hasley-Kenny Miller strike partnership. Yeah, that was never going to happen. never happened. In any case, yeah, let's wrap it up. I'm I good. think that's good, yeah. So you want to predict it? 2-1 Cats. One nothing caps. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll Who see bags you it next? Who bags the one? Mauro. Mauro. That would be nice. That would be fitting. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Um. Actually, though, I'm gonna say Rivero gets one finally. I was thinking the same thing. Rivero yep. gets the monkey off his back, yep. and I would. Mauro gets the assist. Yeah. Fair enough, and I uh, for my second one, I wouldn't be surprised if my, if I only have to pick one, I'm going with Nico. But it'd, it'd be a toss up for me between Nico and Mane. 
Yeah, for the Manny, second uh, one. Manny likes playing in Manny Seattle. Manny likes playing in Seattle. He's got a, a lot of goals down there. He so. does. Yeah, nah, it's going to be a fun game. Uh, we'll get at you sometime next week. Not sure when. It'll be sometime in between we'll games. see you there, or we'll see you on another time. Yep. Take it easy, Jobin.